Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 3 of Natalie Sisson's Quest for Freedom. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of a sabbatical. What I'm already finding just with two months off my business, actually two and a half now, is that I have finally given myself the space to reflect and to really look back on all the accomplishments that I've had so far that maybe, just maybe, I'd forgotten about. If you're a business owner and you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. You totally know what I'm talking about. How often do we pat ourselves on our back and actually congratulate ourselves on how far we've come? Because seven years in business, that's how long it's been since I had my business that I started officially April 2010. Seven years in business. And until I took the time out and time off my business, I didn't realize all the things that I'd actually managed to do. And the reason why that kind of came about is when I had the downtime to not be working on stuff, I kind of took a trip down memory lane and thought about the products and services that I've created since I started all the blog posts that I've written, I had a few people linking to blog posts from like 2011. And I was like, I wrote that? Like, I wrote this post? This is actually pretty good. And then I just had a chance to reconnect with clients from years ago, from going through old folders. I wasn't doing any work, but I was just cleaning stuff up. And I was going back through old folders going, gosh, I forgot that I coach these people. And where are they now? What are they doing? And so when I'm back online properly in July, I really want to reconnect with some of my first ever clients and community members. And what it's forced me to do on the sabbatical is actually go back to my roots and think about all the things I loved when I first started out. And if you think back to your business, what were the things that made you so excited and so happy to be doing what you did that got you up every single morning and kept you up late at night when you were like hustling and doing everything you wanted to do on your business? What were those things? And that was kind of where I got to. The reason I even needed to take a break from my business is I'd forgotten what I loved about it in the first place. And so this sabbatical has helped me to gain perspective. It's forced me into some slightly darker places where I've been playing the comparison game because I've been watching on social media from the sidelines, people doing things and launching. And and I just get caught up in that. And normally my go-to is I'd follow that launch and I'd emulate it and I'd take notes from it and I'd improve on it and I'd learn from it. And I'm like, I don't want any of that shit in my world. I don't want any distractions. I don't want to know what other people are doing. I put a Facebook ad blocker on. I just want to reconnect with my friends, get back to my roots and get perspective on how far I've come, but also how much more I can do and how much more I can offer. But I needed to reconnect with what it was that I fell in love with at the very beginning. And I just want to have a little insert here from my friend JC Boogle, who actually is recovering from burnout. And I wanted him to just record this little snippet for this podcast, because I think this is so important. As I've mentioned before in this podcast, I almost burn out when I first self-published my book, The Suitcase Entrepreneur, back in 2013. And I didn't even realize I was I was so close to it. And the problem is when you don't take a sabbatical or you don't take a break and you don't take holidays from your business and you just go hard out for years and years and years, which is stupid, you burn out. And then you're forced into a break that you don't want to be on, where your body can't recover, where your mind is jaded and stuck, and where you actually physically aren't able to do much work anymore. And I just don't want you guys to get to that place. So listen in here to JC, because this is gold and this is important. 
what happened to me last year is that I had, uh, was very close to burnout. I had no enthusiasm for business, for entrepreneurship, had no energy. And I couldn't take a long sabbatical really to disconnect from the business. So I, I took a kind of short sabbatical for a couple of weeks. I really disconnected a lot from eating online. And after that, which was even more important than into my recovery, after these uh, two weeks of disconnection, I really passed myself. I lowered the expectations of what I could achieve and also like set uh, less ambitious goals for myself and worked a little bit more intensely. And this helped me a lot recover completely from this burnout. Pacing yourself after the sabbatical is as important as taking a real break. And then I had my friend Jesse Krieger, who posted on Facebook about a month ago about his retreat away from his business just for a week. And I said, Jesse, do you mind just recording this? Because I love what you've said here. Like once again, in the moment, you've got to capture people on their reflections about that time off, because even sometimes a couple of weeks after it, you forget how good you feel in the moment when you're taking time out and how powerful that is for you to get back to your creative genius zone. So here's Jesse. I've just arrived back from a week retreat in the sacred Valley of the Incas in Peru. Quite honestly, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. This is the first time I've been offline all year and it was relaxing reinvigorating and full of insights as I sat deep in meditation in the Peruvian Andes. My host was Javier Reguero, author of two books I'll be publishing in September, Ayahuasca, Soul Medicine of the Amazon Jungle, and San Pedro, Opening Pathways to the Heart. It's hard to overstate the importance of taking time just for yourself, not being beholden to anyone, not needing to have any conversation, able to simply sit and enjoy the surroundings, and become aware of whatever thoughts and emotions arise. While deep in meditation one night, it came to me that my role as a publisher resembles that of a crystal. A crystal, such as a quartz, is transparent and can be carved in a way that focuses energy, taking diffuse light and focusing it on a point, almost as a laser. In short, I got the insight that I am a crystal and you are the light. And that's my new approach to working with authors and publishing and it's good to be home. And now I want to bring back in Jason Van Orden, who you heard about on the last podcast, where I was talking about firing yourself because he did exactly the same thing with his very successful seven-figure business that he ran with Jeremy Franson for years. Like these guys have been in business for over a decade and they just decided to step back from it and hand it over to somebody else to essentially become their CEO and at the same time firing themselves, which is pretty much what I've done right now. And he got really honest about how that sort of panned out. And I said to you last week that I'd reveal what happened in their business. So here's what Jason had to say. Truthfully, it was really fast for me, but I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I mean, in hindsight, there's a lot of realizations here, but basically I was so ready to be removed and that might've been maybe a little too fast (laughs) to remove myself, we probably needed to be a little more of processes in place and expectations set and measurements. Fast forward several months, and it kind of came to this realization that the point that the business was at when I left, when we left, or when we kind of stepped away, was she was going to be able to maintain it. But we hadn't changed things over in terms of systems and teams and all the other things that kind of needed to be there for a proper exit or removal of ourselves for it to continue growing consistently mm. like it had been for. So all of a sudden we were faced with this choice. Do we go back in to start it growing again or 
do we just say, okay, it is what it is. It's this nice source of income. And for now, it's going still. But we have no more expectation of this thing actually becoming any bigger than it already is. So it's so insightful, right? Like it's really neat to hear from other people who have taken some time out or forced themselves away from their business or literally just, you know, shut something down because it's not working. And I think as entrepreneurs, we need to give ourselves that permission to do that more often than we ever think, because it is incredibly powerful. And you just don't understand (laughs) how important it is that we recharge our batteries. I'd also like to think that there's a bit of a seven-year itch thing going on here. I appreciate Jason and, and Jeremy, it was well over a decade, but A lot of people that I've been speaking to recently have been in business for around seven years and they're tired. And let's face it, you know, any job that you've been in, seven years is a long time in a job, right? These days, most people are in jobs for one, two or three years max. It's the norm for millennials to switch jobs incessantly. Whereas back in my dad's and mum's days, you'd stay in a job for 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years plus. And you get a little golden watch at the end of it if you were lucky and a handshake and a thank you very much. But when I was in the corporate world, I'd switch jobs all the time because I was just get so bored or I just wanted to change it up. And then I realized I really just need to be an entrepreneur where I could work on my own projects all the time and change them at the speed of light and work on multiple projects that excited me. And the great news is the whole point of this entire episode of Natalie Sisson's quest for freedom is that I found more freedom. It's so good. I'm filling my days with painting and practicing piano. Well, I I lie on that one. I haven't actually touched the piano, but I'm going to today right after recording this and training my puppy, which is like a full-time job. How do people have parents? Puppies are enough. And I am learning so much training myself. I should really say not my puppy in training myself. I am effectively training my dog to be more obedient and awesome. You can find Kayla, the white German shepherd, by the way, on Instagram at Kayla, the majestic. She's uh, from the majestic kennel. And she's beautiful. So if you want some joy in your day, go follow her. I'd really appreciate it. And you can follow my adventures on Instagram at Natalie Sisson. It really is one of my platforms of choice. I just love that you can do Instagram stories. You can post beautiful photos. You can post wisdom and insight. And you can do live videos. And you can just have fun with it. And it's just a beautiful place to be. And of course, you can keep up with all this over on Facebook at my Facebook page, which I finally have been promoting. So just look for me, search for me, Natalie Sisson and Natalie Sisson's Quest for Freedom, and it should come up. And I would love for you to like that and get updates because on there I'm doing Facebook live videos and just going even further into some awesome little updates on what I'm researching and finding on this quest for freedom. But for me personally, Now that I've eased into my sabbatical, (laughs) I've had all these opportunities come my way to work with other people on their businesses, help them start businesses, be on teams, and I'm resisting all of these things until I finish my sabbatical and I really want to look at where I'm heading because I've got the mojo back, people. I have got the mojo back and I'm very excited to bring this back to my business. I don't know why I just went from Jamaican through into maybe Russian mafia, but the point is... Natalie's back and I'm bringing it back to my business and I'm super excited to be creating and implementing when I get back into it. But until then, I'm still on a sabbatical. And in the next episode, I am thrilled to bring you daily habits of freedom. So whilst on the sabbatical, before I even went on it, I went out to my community and asked them about their daily 
habits that they have to give them a little bit more freedom in life. And I think these are going to apply to you personally and professionally, and you're going to love them. So make sure you subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Stitcher and anywhere else that you happen to be listening, or come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 11 for this episode, and you can also sign up there. And you're just going to be so thankful that you did, because then you'll get email updates from me the minute a podcast episode goes live, and you'll be like, Heck yeah, I'm in the know, and I am uncovering freedom with Natalie Sisson at the same time she is. Thank you so much for listening in, and big shout out, this episode has been made possible by the wonderful folks at Teachable. As you know, I run my business on my own terms when I'm actually running my business, which I'm not right now. And I have a small and nimble team and I'm able to do that because I sell digital products and programs online. In fact, I have done since the very beginning when I figured out how to do it seven years ago. And one of my favorite digital products is online courses. And I sell a lot of them, especially my freedom plan, because it is awesome. And I've put years worth of experience and effort and money into it. And if you sell online courses, you know that the technology can be a headache with teachable you don't have to worry about the tech. Teachable is the easiest way to create, sell, and deliver online courses. And while it is so easy to use, it's also packed with lots of powerful features. Teachable lets you create your own course website with your own custom branding. You're able to accept payments and get paid instantly. And I tell you, it's awesome when you sell your courses. You can integrate with hundreds of your favorite tools and email service providers. So whatever you're using right now, you can be sure Teachable integrates with it. And you can create beautiful sales pages for your courses. Teachable is, in my mind, the number one course creation software. They have over 12,000 instructors using their software to create, deliver, and sell online courses. So Head across to teachable.com forward slash suitcase because they are kindly offering a 30-day free trial to my beautiful listeners. To claim it, just go to teachable.com forward slash suitcase and I'll see you there.